This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we review episode two of What If on Disney Plus, in which T'Challa makes a way better Star-Lord than Peter Quill. Plus, we react to the long-anticipated Spider-Man Far From Home trailer as it drops on the internet, as well as trailers for Eternals, Shang-Chi, yet another He-Man show on Netflix, and the anime anthology Star Wars Visions. All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, August 23rd, 2021. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Why? I don't know. Check. Check one. All right. This is Roy Fans out there. Let's give it up. What's up, listener? How's it going? Thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we always give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the Nerd. And joining us, the individual responsible for leaking the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Oh, it's Rugboy Rugs. That was naughty. Call me by my true name, Wasilla Lamucci. Oh no! Oh snap! He's just oh, under. I was going to call you uh, <laughs> Rugzilla Bambucci. Rugzilla oh. Bambino. Oh, we'll get to Wasilla in a little bit. But Wasilla. Uh, yeah, Wasilla's better lawyer up. You know what? Let's just uh, dive into it because there is a lot to talk about. You bastards! The Jock, Jock and Ned Podcast. Okay, here is what's <laughs> happening right now. Let's get everyone caught up up to speed. That's your uh, British impression, right? It is. It's a very bad one. I should get Scott Meridu to uh, redo that. Is he still oh, alive? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, he is still alive. They just, uh, they're just they uh, up to, they're celebrating their 200th uh, episode of Pod Capers over there. David Malofsky and Scott Meridu at oh, Place no to Hang Your Cape. Really? Yes. Oh, shit. They're- He's still alive. That's cool. Yeah, both of them. So, you guys, congratulations on your 200th episode. And life. And just being alive also and breathing. Scott Meredith is very morbid. Yes. Yeah, I like this. Anyways, look, here's <laughs> what's happening. There's a thing happening right now in Las Vegas called CinemaCon, right? Okay. It is a convention held by the National Association of Theater Owners, NATO, thrown to get uh, vendors and exhibitors together so the vendors can sell their movie shit to the theaters. The vendors being everything from like popcorn makers and you know theater seat makers to movie studios releasing their slate. Okay? So today is the first day of CinemaCon right now in Las Vegas in real time as we record the Sony presentation has begun about 20 minutes ago, okay? Oh, shit. Now, Sony is planning to show, of course, probably things from Morbius, from Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and all of the speculation leading up to this is that this is where they're going to screen for the first time the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Now, before they could do that, you guys... <laughs> 
the trailer apparently last night leaks all over Twitter and TikTok. Oh shit! Oh, originally no. on TikTok. Originally, it on leaked TikTok. like R. Kelly at a party. Oh my god! It was moist and wet and dripping. <laughs> R. Kelly, Jesus joke. Christ! And R. Kelly yeah, we're, joke. We're, we're, we're going Christ. back. We're leaning on the old shit now. <laughs> so we're just gonna stay in the late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. Did I didn't watch this because I don't want to watch some shitty version of this. I can wait. I've waited this long. We've all waited this long. Did anybody watch the leak? I did. Oh shit, uh, rugs. I I also watched oh, the leak. Okay, shit. okay, you guys. This is what I want for you. I want you to describe what the the video actually consists of without actually describing what's in the trailer part of it. Uh, well, first off, it's a video of someone recording another video of a phone. That's what I heard, and that is the most annoying, stupid bullshit. I'm like, I'm not watching this bullshit of someone watching someone else. I'm watching someone. You kind of get here's where you get you get kind of the story beats. Oh, really? You hear the story oh, wow. beats because it's very thorough. Actually, it's like almost like they're telling the entire plot right in the story. Okay, right in like through audio. Wow, and the visual, but CGI doesn't look finished, and it's just a horrible quality trailer. Like, there's really. I saw the trailer and I was gonna like share it with my friends and then I'm like, this isn't even worth sharing. No, it's not, nobody should share this. Really nobody sh- should spoil their fucking. Enjoyment. It's not even. I don't care about spoiling it. I'm uh, just like, this is not. It's just so bad that it, there's really nothing to see. Rugs, could you see anything? Make anything out? It looked it mushy? like it was so low res and so like it was so weird to look at. You couldn't hear. I could barely hear anything. Okay. So if I, like. <laughs> I, I kind of started to, I could see things, but like none of it looked like anything. It was just kind of like, yeah, I wasn't sure if the, if it was either high contrast or the, the effects weren't done. I couldn't tell what was going on. Really. It does give away what's going on. Oh, it does shit, in a huge guys, way. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, want, shit. No, no, to... no, 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 because, okay. Well, if it's the trailer, you're going to know anyway. Right. We're on the verge. I want to enjoy it in like a nice resolution for the first time. No, 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 I don't want to ruin anything. Yeah. Right. But I'm going to tell you something that's that happens in the trailer. Okay. No. What are you doing? This is what I'm saying. Unless. All right. Listen, we may get a chance to react to the trailer during this show. This is what I'm hoping. If not, we'll, we'll I'll do an instant reaction later. We'll talk about it next week, but maybe we'll get it. But the, I just want to talk about one particular thing. Oh, fine. <laughs> I guess it is right. just a trailer. So there's a, after there, all. There, there is. So uh, there, something happens. Put, put the spoiler there, alert. There, something happens. There's an explosion and All right. walls walls explode okay. out oh, of the oh, frame oh, and then it okay. and then there is something remaining okay. in the debris. All right. And it's Dan Slot taking a shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> ah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> there should have been a not funny right there. That uh I, not funny. There you go. I like the dance. Well, he like he, he'll laugh at anything. Uh, that's true. <laughs> I just wanted to see how long I can make him run nervous. Yeah, okay. He was you really, did. really bad. You did Don't for say anything. Like, okay. Fucking and then bastards. he folds like a lawn chair. Okay, okay fine. go just ahead. That's fine. Hey, I'll flip on a dime. <laughs> I don't care. Listen, from according to the Hollywood Reporter, they've said Sony has tried obviously been quick to take these down, but there's no way they're getting all of it. Uh it's hard to take something like this down. Uh and they're saying it's legit. And the trailer, supposedly, this is the best part watermarked with a name the name was wasilla limauchi who is a visual effects artist on thor ragnarok now 
What? Now he's homeless. <laughs> now he or she. I can't tell. I, I can't yes, tell what the Wasilla name could is. could be a girl's name. I'm not sure what the, uh, this person's gender. Here's the thing. Wasilla is definitely getting in trouble. I don't think Wasilla leaked it because this is why they put these watermarks on these things that they're sharing to inside people. If they get leaks, obviously they know where it came from. So one of Wasilla's friends, or maybe he left it up and some asshole took this video and now Wasilla is ultimately going to get in trouble. He may get fired. Imagine this like corporate espionage. Like they're trying to get this guy fired. Like we could be the perfect it, way to do it. Maybe it's a setup. I feel bad for him. Uh, but now that. Well, if he leaked it, he's an idiot. No, he, he, you're if, not. Dude, if your name is on a thing, you have to be an idiot to leak it. There's no way. Well, I mean, he could have like shown it to a friend and the friend leaked it. But the, he must, yeah. I mean, his friend, he's his friend's an asshole. Yeah, he's ultimately responsible because his name is on the thing. Yeah, but now that makes me think that because they could show the trailer today, right now in Las Vegas in CinemaCon, and then not actually put it out till tomorrow. But I feel like there is going to be a trailer, and hopefully they release it on YouTube the minute this presentation is over, and we can. Now, can watch. I ask Anthony a question? Sure. Are you now excited because you saw the trailer? Well, good question. I am. I'm intrigued. I do want to see. I want to see it again, though, be in like much better quality. But the, without spoiling anything, the plot points are kind of exciting. Oh, okay, what they're trying to do. Oh, geek boner. Okay. See, and the and thing there's is, some stuff at the end. I didn't really thoroughly like lock into it because I was watching. I'm like, this looks like shit. I can't hear what's bad. going on, and so I didn't really like tune in. But I kind of got the gist of what's going on. I'm like, okay. All right, let's see what happens. So I am cautiously optimistic and I, about these home, and I don't like these home movies at all. Um, so that's saying a lot. <laughs> these home movies, yes, yeah, it, it might come out uh, any minute now. Uh, Tom Holland yeah. tweeted last night, basically, or not tweeted, put on Instagram, just in his story. You ain't ready. You ain't ready for the truth for the Spider-Man trailer. I think we're on the, now. The verge. Now a few good men reference Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're doing a whole bunch of 90s references. I just really realized old. that. Yeah. Every Tom Cruise movie <laughs> is going to get a mention. Uh, show me the money. Uh, listener, are you excited for this? Let us know. Join the conversation. Join our Facebook group. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. It's super chill and fun and geeky, and everybody's really cool. You get to meet and hang out with all the listeners. We're in there. It's closed. Exclusive just for you, listener. Okay. We do have a trailer. A pretty fucking fantastic trailer that we can talk about because Marvel released earlier one final trailer for Eternals uh, that comes out this November. And man, Anthony, I'm going to just start by I watched this and I was like, wow. Wow. What what did you think? What do we see in here? Let's break this trailer down. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, this is more of a, a you kind of get the story beats. And this one, the first trailer was much more of just a, a tease of shots and different things. Yeah, you find out why the Eternals never helped, what they're kind of a little bit of backstory why they're there. You get to see the Deviants. Uh, I liked it. I like, you know, obviously there's a lot of like, seems like there's a lot of on location stuff, which hopefully is, uh, you know, Chloe, you know, Chloe Zhao's the. Yeah. She's the hottest thing right now in Hollywood. Or just She's wide doing landscapes. a Marvel movie. Yeah. So. You know, you, you have all that hype right behind that. I could see how a casual fan might be like, I'm still kind of wondering what the hell's going this on and weird. what this is. Yeah. But overall, I mean, I, as someone that's more plugged in, 
I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, this trailer looked, finally, looked finally, like got me. It hooked me, and like now I'm, I'm psyched. I'm in. Rugs. What did you think? I like that. There's not like an, a preponderance of of silly humor in the trailer. Yep. Yep. Uh, I I like. It's okay. Someone's dark. someone's taking this uh, with some seriousness. It's a button joke at the end, but that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. It's not like every the every beat is a joke. It's like they're trying to set the stakes and the stage of what's happening. Celestials being involved, all of this stuff. Um, and I, it it could be a story about you know kind of like that mirrors like Black Panther, like the the Wakandans yeah. had all of this power and they 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 didn't do anything to help and and they they kind of have have a guilt about uh, about that. And I feel like the Eternals are in the same vein. I think it's in, cut from the same cloth. So uh, it's going to be interesting. I, I'm all on board for a serious film. And if it is, and it does end up being like you know somewhat serious. Um, I'll probably like it more than you know these a lot of these straight up comedies that we've been. Well, you know, it'll have the bits to have bits of Marvel humor. This really does look a lot different than any of the movies we have seen, uh, and that's the one thing that really surprised me with these wide open, beautiful, trippy, gorgeous shots, and then shots of giant celestials. You know, you see this dude. His name is Ershim, the judge. Apparently, he's the lead celestial. And I mean, this is what you imagine Galactus always look like. These giant fucking robots in space. It's amazing. So and a little bit of the story is also is 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 crazy how she says the return of five million people provided the energy for the emergence to begin. And, and that must be when the deviants uh, wake up and come out of the ground where they've been sleeping for seven thousand years. They've been there. And he asks them. Why didn't you help when Thanos was attacking? And they're like, we were told not to interfere unless there was deviants by the Celestials. All that, all that shit is great. The costumes look great. Kumail is shooting fucking lasers. <laughs> oh my god! I was waiting. I, I was forgot waiting. about that. Kumail is shooting lasers out of his hands. What do you guys think of the deviants? We get a good look at creature deviants and one that's holding up Angelina Jolie. Looks fucking sick. It's different. I mean, is it different? Uh, like than anything that we've seen in the Marvel Universe. No, it kind of it reminds me of some of the creatures from the attack on New York. It reminds me about a different color. Um, we you know we've seen a lot of different creatures in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, so, these are now another yeah. new species. I I find that it's weird that they're not kind of Thanosy. I think that what happens is whoever designed like Jack Kirby <laughs> like to design everybody with butt chins, like the scroll, right? Thanos. And I think a lot of the deviants had butt chins too. Yeah, and then so I think at some point they, they were like, "Can you just make them normal looking people?" Jack? Well, can you just like do something different than butt chins? Can we like not have like well, but you know? Thanos is an eternal with like a, a deviant uh, strain, right? He's a mix. Yeah, he's deviant got deviant in him. Yeah, yeah. So he's a hybrid. The deviants are green usually, or or, or you know, well, these guys green were, or brown. Yeah, these guys were like gray and brown. And, you know, will we see this would be a great thing to tie into uh, Black Panther 2 coming out next year. Will we see the deviants like possibly sink Atlantis as one of the things they did 7000 years ago uh, to get beaten down by the Eternals? That could be interesting. You see another celestial. That dude's name is Jemiah, the analyzer. 
Hmm. Uh, and then Jesse Rodriguez posted on our Facebook group. This is an interesting comment. He goes, I'm getting Man of Steel vibes from Richard Madden. Lastly, this trailer sold me, baby. Geek Dude, Richard Madden, he's playing Icarus. He'd make a dope Superman. It's kind of Superman right there. Yeah, but they're not, 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 they just burned it, so they can't do it well, now. Now they can't do it. You got a guy just shooting lasers, but he would make a good Superman. And then you got Jon Snow. Uh, it is a little odd that they have the the John, the um, Snow. Well, what were they, what were they in the Game of Thrones? He was Snow. John Snow Stark and brothers. Rob Stark. Yes. Yeah, they, were they were. Yeah. No, it's odd they have the brothers there. They have in the this brothers. Movie. Yes. But uh, yeah, no, I think it looks good. I, I I definitely think it looks. You know, they're they're definitely with the music and the way it's shot and the way they cut the trailer. They're trying to make it look like this, and I hate using this term but it, it, they're trying to make it look like majestic epic yeah, you know yeah it does um, though it looks fucking epic when you got these cosmic shots and then you have these wide you know beautiful shots. it looks like they'll be back in time and i'm curious to see how like how well it does because we haven't really had shang chi i guess will be one of the first tests but we haven't really had a marvel movie since guardians really that really no one knows about yeah this yeah and now it's about eight years later, yeah. eight, nine years later, Eternals is obviously less known. You do have a, an Academy, Academy Award winning director, yeah. but it was a least watch Academy Awards. So, you know, I'm wondering if like maybe there's people look at it because I watched John Campia's show and he had one lady on that was like, I have no idea. I don't know what you would hope that like the end. She was like, I, this looks like this is like another superhero thing and I'm getting tired of this stuff. Mm. So I'm, I'm curious to see like what. If this draws in a casual audience or not? That's a good point. You have a lot of big name. You got Angelina Jolie. Actually. Yeah, you got the Game of Thrones people. You got Rec- Kumail, recognizable people. <laughs> Kumail. Kumail's a big money. Listen, guy. this is what this movie lives and dies by Kumail Ninjani. This is going to be a total, you know, uh, accounting of of Kumail <laughs> his cachet right now. <laughs> if 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 you were, let's see the the. Li- where would you rank Kumail Nanjiani on the list of of actors and actresses in terms of popularity and run? Oh, right now, amongst he, these, he's people. a top ten. He's an A plus. No, a plus I mean, plus. Uh, amongst the, he's like I the think Tom Cruise. He's like the the Tom Cruise. He of is today. the Tom Cruise of brown people. I'll give him that much. <laughs> oh, uh, you know what? I don't think he's not. I would like to think he's a lot bigger than he is, but I honestly, he's not. He's middle. He's they in, have him down on. They have him but even among brown food. people, how far is he on the scale of brown oh, people? On, on brown people, he's up there. That's what I'm saying. He's billed third from the top. Oh, he is billed third. Ooh, but but that's interesting. So he's behind Gemma Chan and Richard Madden on the post. Okay, okay, but well. but the three on the bottom they do it with Kit Harrington, with Salma Hayek and Angelina Jolie. So those three, whenever they add the with man, they actually consider those people. More famous, yes. They get the, but they're just not the top build. I mean, those are yeah. Some high Angelina Jolie. So he would be fifth, sixth. Big names. Let's see on IMDb. He's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's ninth. It's a big cast. It's an ensemble cast, cast, though. That's the thing. It's not like there's a lead in this. But I think that's about right. (laughs) It works. It tracks. (laughs) Let's move on to the MCU movie that is coming out. Very soon, in a few weeks before this, Shang-Chi had its uh, world premiere last week. The social media reactions came out, and they were very good, of course. But now, we do have the Rotten Tomatoes score. 
Oh, we do. Yes. Uh, out of 84 reviews currently, it is sitting at 92%. Oh, shit. 7.6 out of 10 on the average rating. Uh, I bought my ticket for the Thursday in the IMAX. So I'm I'm in. I can't wait. Anthony, they put out this new Run It uh, little commercial trailer. What would you like about this new one? I kind of didn't want to watch anymore, but you sent this and I watched it. And I was like, oh, shit. Uh, this is going to be fun. I can't wait to see this. Yeah, I thought I thought the whole thing was fun. I'm actually more hyped because I did watch. I listened to one guy's um, thoughts on this movie. John Campion. I listened to the same thing. Yeah. Tell everybody what Campion thinks about this movie. It's kind of crazy. He thinks this is one of the best superhero oh, movies shit. of all time. And yep. As is the best he's seen since Logan. Yes, that's what he said. He likes it better than Endgame. That's absolutely what he said. Basic gist is not like groundbreaking in terms of plot or what they're doing, but just very well executed martial arts, family, fantasy, drama. Marvel I mean, movie. I feel like how Eternals is way different from a Marvel movie. What we're going to get soon in Shang-Chi will be a standard Marvel kind of formula movie, but done really, really, really well. Uh, yeah, not everybody, not everybody is that enthused as he is, but the majority of these reviews are very positive rugs. Well, the way that it works, Imran, if you don't know from history and looking at things uh, objectively, probably um, always precedes uh, um, things. The first week of every all of these things, all of the freaking reviews are always freaking amazing movie ever. And then like <laughs> a week later or two weeks later after the movie's out, then the real reviews start to come down. And then also the, the RT score changes. Uh, that happened with Wonder Woman. Yeah. It happened with Wonder Woman 84. It happened and it happens all the time. So, um, and now the like, Wonder Woman's score is like really low for, for that kind of film. So I never take the first like look, but John Campia is a different story. Campia is fucking head over um, heels over on this thing. Uh, I don't really see him putting, sticking his neck out for movies like that. Right? Like that often. Like, I mean, he, he gets excited about things. He does kind of sell stuff. I don't know. Uh, and then Rob Burnett, his uh, right-hand man, went and saw it and did not disagree. Yeah. Um, mm. <laughs> Stuckman had a uh, had really liked the action. So uh, there's been a lot of like of these guys that if they didn't like it, they probably would have said. So I think people are, this movie, is, is, I would say, is probably enjoyable. Like most likely you're going to have a good time and, and enjoy the action. So if that's what that is, it, that's all I need to know. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to fucking go and, and enjoy it. So I, I'm, I'm excited for that reason to go see it in the theater. There are two post credit scenes and apparently one's like really big about setting things up for the future. And, uh, I, we were just talking about this. Anthony made the comment. I believe looking at the box office for this with the fucking Delta variant going on, the fact that it's not going on Disney plus premiere access will determine whether Eternal stays a theatrical only release or they stream it and how well that does. How do you, do you think this is, uh, this is going to be a big, uh, to watch this for Eternals? Oh, you mean like, what does it say for Eternals? Yeah. yeah I mean, I think the box office. This is, uh, as Simu Lu would love to hear me say, this is an interesting experiment. <laughs> How could you <laughs> say that? It's not an experiment, you motherfucker. <laughs> um, He's going to be a household no, name in a, in a week. Watch. He might yeah. be if enough people see the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think this is, I'm, 
I mentioned last week, I'm not confident this will do well. Maybe the, the, the reviews will really help and the fact that it is, um, you know, kind of pushes an Asian representation yeah. movie. We'll see. I'm I'm curious. I'm very curious. Just like the Eternals in the box office, there, I'm very curious to see how this one will play. I think normally, if we weren't in a pandemic, I think this would do really well. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's this. You know, it's a pandemic thing that I think is really, um, kind of uh, putting a you know, kind of pausing everything. Also, I think the first two trailers. I think they were good. Don't get me wrong. I liked both trailers. But if you were just a casual fan, you'd be like, the trailers have not been great. Well, yeah. Well, you'd just be like, oh, this is a uh, you know. This is the Asian, you know, or this is a Asian Black Panther right, movie. Exactly. This is, the, this is just the next Marvel thing that they're introducing a character. I know. I, I I like that it's getting. I feel I'm getting Black Panther vibes. Like it should be that impactful. But the trailers have not been the greatest. But apparently they are holding a lot the best shit. So I'm grateful that they didn't fucking put all the best shit in the trailer. So there's right. uh, there's a lot of things. To well. Find it the, I th- I'm gonna just interject here about this Black Panther vibes, and I think there's a reason why you don't. I don't get them is because uh-huh. I already have inundated myself with a, a bunch of Asian cinema all right. the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I've seen, you know, now the fact that an American company is doing this, you know, like Allah entered the dragon, like in the 1970s or whatever, uh, you know, hanging their hat, introducing it's the mainstreamness of it. Yeah. Um, I guess that that's something to be said, but I'm like, Oh, it's like, I see movies like these all the time. Okay, I see where like, you're coming so, from. Yeah, you know no, what I mean, I get it. So, yeah. um, but I'm glad that this is happening. I'm glad that there's a superhero in the Marvel universe. I think folding this being part of the Marvel universe is 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 a substantial thing. I don't think it's a Black Panther thing. Gotcha. Black because Black Panthers like the Black Panther was the first like real major superhero other than blade uh, you know um you know had not been done before like to that well, level i mean so. the, the other parallels are uh i believe this is a largely asian crew just like it was a largely black crew on black panther behind the camera as well so well that, that happens in asia all the time <laughs> I'm, t- I'm talking about here in america <laughs> all right i'm just saying what well, with that being said let's just finish this segment this part with this this could be like the best solo origin MCU movie we've gotten. What do you guys think is the best one? What's your favorite one? Anthony. Origin? Origin. origin. Yes. Yeah, solo origin first movie. Batman Begins. No, in oh, the MCU, you fucking bet. <laughs> first off, I am. If this is the best, like I'm hyped that it's if it like, could this, be that John Campia's yeah. thing definitely like made me hype. And then I did read some headlines. I didn't watch anything else. I want to try to avoid yeah. story beats, but just to kind of tie a bow on my excitement, I'm now very I'm pumped. Yeah, me too about that <laughs> about this movie. Yeah, me too. I as well. Let's let me see though. I have to look back at the origin movie. Rugs, okay, what do you like, think? You second. got look. You got like, you got Thor with Kenneth Branagh. You got the first Captain Captain America, the first Avenger. I enjoyed Ant Man. It's fun. It's not the best movie, but it's a fun. Doctor Strange has its uh, uh, qualities that are very good. Iron Man's the best one, well, isn't it? Yeah, I think outside yeah, I think of Iron okay, Man's outside of one. Iron Man, I don't. Th- yeah, Iron Man. It's gotta be Iron Man. But aside from Iron Man, Iron Man. It, the only thing, like, I love Black Panther. I don't know if I consider that an origin. No, I don't movie, think though. because we already met him. He was already they right. established him. It's not that doesn't count. So I'd go Iron Man. If there was no Iron Man, is Guardians considered it? Uh, but that's not, that's an ensemble. That's an ensemble. That's a team. Movie. Yeah, that's it's got to be. Iron if there Man. Were, take out Iron Man, then we, where do you go? 
I would say Black Panther would be the no, next one. Black right? Panther doesn't count. We just said how are you Panther taking out count. all these movies. All right, um, but you see the origin of Black. You don't know anything about the Black Panther until you see this movie. I guess. Yeah, so. I guess Black Panther. You do see the origin of like Wakanda. And all I, that it shit. counts. First I think Avenger. It counts. Though, first Avenger is great. I like First this Avenger. Fucking a lot, great yeah. movie. Yeah, it's good. So they got some yeah, good ones, good. and then they it's a very charming yeah, movie. They got some mediocre ones, and they got some really good ones. We'll see where. Shang-Chi lands. This is going to be interesting. Well, the thing is, too, is, is like the reason why these origin movies don't aren't any, everyone's like favorite, favorite yeah. movie of the Marvel Universe is because origin movies inherently with the formula, they're, they're formulaic. Yep, yep. And, you you know, you're building up to something. You're you half of the movie is building to him becoming that character. So you don't really you're not seeing a fully developed character. So at the that point. thing Marvel has to continue to do is figure out how to do an origin movie and keep it fresh and not formulaic because that's what I feel like people are responding to is like, yes, this is kind of your formula origin Marvel movie with a third act, you know, big battle, but they, it's just done. There's really nothing well. wrong with that. There's nothing there's wrong nothing, with that. Just do it well. nothing wrong with Do it that. well from right. beginning to end. For, from what I've seen, it's the best martial arts they've oh, ever had oh, in there shit. Okay. Oh, very shit. like wushu yeah. crouching tiger um but then also the family stuff and the, the fantasy yeah. and i heard it i heard the third act there is a lot of cgi but i also hear it's pretty bonkers with the way they go i heard tony lung is also really good in this as, yeah i heard he's good as his uh, campia said that it was the martial arts were on par with the raid movies oh i, I heard shit. that Damn. and i was that, like, that's like high whoa. praise holy shit that's like whoa the raid's like a staple and I don't I, I I listen to Campia, but I haven't like had this long history yeah. with him. You mentioned earlier that rugs that Campia doesn't tend to overhype things. So, well, like he does from time to time, but not to this level. Mm-hmm. Like this was like a kind of like a a strange like out of left field. Yeah, over like just over the moonness. Like so, uh, he must have either really loved it or someone gave him a nice check. Like I don't <laughs> know. Like he, I, it, it's just. Like I mean, we we've um. When's the last time he's been this pumped for a movie that you remember? And you've been watching for like a couple of years, right? So, well, he I mean, he's I mean, he said it was. When did Logan come out? That's been uh, that came out while we were podcasting, so that was like 2016, 2017. Yeah. yeah so he says this is better. 2017. So he best says this is better. Endgame better than Endgame Jesus. Infinity and War, look, Black Panther. Logan easily top 10 best superhero comic book movies of all time. So he's putting this up there with uh that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, he was as he as he pointed out, he's saying it's not better than Logan. He just oh, liked it as oh, much okay. as he liked Logan. Okay. Okay. Even Logan, man, they did that same same shit in the third act with the fucking clone thing and it just was like I'm like, "Come on, you could have fucking made this ending better." Yeah, so good the whole time. A lot of, a lot of super real movies just they just feel like you need a big third act. So battle. this third act, I can't wait to see what's gonna happen. This is I mean, well, you gotta you gotta end with a good ending. You yeah. gotta have a nice yeah. fucking awesome ending. Yeah. But it's just when they're all the same, when they're all done the same, they don't right. have to be like CG. You know, but CG I mean, fests. we already see him fighting his dad, so it's already he's fighting another dude with rings that have the same similar powers. It's that's what we're gonna get. It's yeah, him. we know oh, that. Yeah. Uh, apparently, I mean, it's all about execution, yes, right? I mean, yes. some, of the, some of the best movies yep. aren't, you know, rewriting. What's got the here. best ending? Oh, like man. of a movie, like where you have a best third act. Like, is it like Mar- Marvel movie or just in like general? any movie? Like, is it like the Matrix? Like, he becomes the one. 
and then he Matrix fucking is pretty epic. Uh, is it? Um, I mean, Judgment Day, Terminator Two. That's a great ending. Judgment that works Day, really well. Aliens yeah, has a really good the, third yes, act. Absolutely. Endgame kind of has a really good third act yeah. for while that's even built. Infinity War has a great third act. Infinity War has a pretty good third act. Yeah, I'm a fal- to think of action movies because it's, it's it's different if you're talking about some sort of the trauma. Winter Soldier. The third act, I like the I like yeah. the first two acts. <laughs> I think the Winter Soldier's third act is probably its its least. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other action movies. Civil awesome War third act. has a, is that the that's a very good third well, act? The air, that's the airport scene. Is that at the end? No, no, that's, that's the a, middle. That's a, it's, a, it's the Thor. It's a oh, Iron the, Man and Captain Oh, that's America. a fantastic third act. Yes, all those reveals. That's that's a good, great way to end the movie. Yeah, to fucking go. Whoa. That movie's so underrated. That Civil War. It really yeah. is good. I, I like again. Civil War a lot. I watch it again. I said I remember. I, I kind of regret saying it, but I remember when we reviewed that podcast. I went, "This is the best this movie. This is my favorite Marvel. movie. This is the ever. best superhero movie of all time." That's what I said Jesus. on the show. Well, it might be Shang Chi now. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll it's see. Gonna be crazy. I thought Shang Chi was coming out this week, but I guess it's next. Yeah, week, September third. So. I will be watching on September second, Thursday, of course, because it comes out Thursday. Uh, nice. Very exciting. Uh, I have a couple of quick MCU news bits. It has been confirmed that Riri Williams will be first in, introduced in Black Panther 2. Geek boner. They are shooting the movie now, and they are shooting her part, and uh, it, they just let that out. So that's cool. We're going to see her there, and then she's going to get a TV show on Disney Plus, Ironheart Show. Hmm. Uh, there's that rumor about Tena Huerta from Narcos Mexico. <laughs> uh, it's still a rumor that he's playing Namor. We don't know who he's playing. I hope he is. <laughs> I don't know if I want him as no? Namor. I want no. Atlantis. I want Namor. I want. I want I Namor. Want, I don't know if I want, I want him. him as All right, Namor. maybe there's maybe they still have a surprise up their sleeve. And then another news that was just weird because it's something we all knew, but they've confirmed deadline. Reporting that Anthony Mackie is indeed closed his deal to return as Captain America in Captain America Four. All right, which I assumed was just a given. Of course, I think the writer for Malcolm Falcon Spellman, and Soldier, yeah, the head yeah, writer, write this yep. one. Good, cool. So hopefully yeah. that suit looks a little better. Yeah, yeah I mean, they get got, someone on that. They got Wait. they got to touch the shit up uh, on that suit and post, man. It's all white bendy. is a is a tough look. It is it is, and the cowl that goes up the head. Like that yeah, thing don't fold the ears right. Out. Yeah, yeah. Streamline it a little bit. So that's happening. That's like phase five. Who knows when? Let's move on to another trailer. So Rugs and I recently uh, reviewed Kevin Smith's Masters of the Universe Revelation, uh, first part of season one, five episodes. Uh, this, of course, the continuation of the beloved '80s He-Man and the Masters of the Universe cartoon. Classic, same characters, same design, just picking up 30 years later. He made it for us adults growing up. And we talked about how there was going to be another Netflix show for kids. They put out. Why do they do two right off the bat? I think they're losing the license and they're just trying to squeeze anything out they can. That's very He-Man because that's how it was created. They're like, I don't know, just slam these things together and tell them we're going to make shit. Because I was very confused when you put this in the notes to watch it. Didn't they just talk about, wait, did they? Like I was like, did they talk about this or no? This is not the, the show talk we talked about. The show we talked about looked like the original show. This show, this is a very different take on He Man. Uh, looks very different. It is CG animated. Right off the bat, I get like Fortnite vibes and toys, and they've changed some things about He Man. It's definitely 
aimed for kids rugs thoughts on this he's got a ridiculously oversized sword you know that whole thing going on i don't i just it does i can't i don't know how i feel but i have to watch it like floppy john i'm not gonna be watching uh, this one i'm it's unrecognizable like other than the fact that he lifts up a sword and there is a guy with a skeleton face he says i have the power still it's unrecognizable the only thing that you that you can really say okay that's he-man you you take battle cat he-man and Skeletor and some of the bad guys, because the bad guys look a little bit more on model. Uh-huh. You take them all out. Yeah. And you go, what show is this? No one would fucking know. It almost looks like, a, like oh, it's, it's a generic looking fucking show. It looks show. like a video game. It looks like a video yeah. game that came out an Xbox 360 like three this years ago like or something. It looks like those ads for a mobile fucking video game. You see it in the fucking Facebook like, all the time. Eternia looks generic. It looks like it, it doesn't look any like anything that has any wonder to it. Like it, it's it's completely. Uh, it seems cold. Generic. It's generic, generic as looking. fuck. Yeah. yeah. Well, a couple of things I noticed that are different. Orko is a robot. That's a cool idea. I don't. I don't hate I, that. I, don't I hate mean, that actually, it kind of makes sense because of I the mean, shape. It, if he's magic, though, it doesn't make sense. But well, maybe they're going with where magic is technology. So and there's shit a like lot that. of tech stuff in this, and you don't have. Uh, any of your side characters? There's no. If ma- this is popular, yeah. I'll be a fucking amazed. There's no because- man at arms. There's no Tila. There's none of his side characters. There's another bunch of kids, and all the kids also have powers and a sword, and then they have a saying. I guess everybody's got the power. Everybody has the power. They all have the I've power. I've got the power. Yes, just like Snap. Now who's making old ass fucking references? You bastard! <laughs> you Jesus, got I called you on that one. That's from the eighties. We're doing it all of Jock Jams. This week. <laughs> That's from Jock Jams Volume Three. Uh, yes, so now this is music. This one's called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Also, Skeletor is like his uncle uh, in this or something. I don't know. Well, that's that's from the 2002 series. Oh, uh, they're stealing from that. Uh, yeah. Keldor. Yeah. Anyways, very different. This is a very different He-Man. Uh, not for me. Thanks, though. I'm just saying it again. The 2002 series is the best He-Man. And that's all you need to you know. You know what, though? This did make me appreciate Kevin Smith's he, uh, He-Man a lot more. After what- Well, at least you can recognize yeah, it. Yeah, no, I love that. I love what he did with it, with all the callbacks. I was like, oh, oh, this is just to sell new toys to kids, and it doesn't have to be anything familiar. Anything I don't know. If it's good, it, I will be fucking surprised as fuck if it's good. I don't. I might like it, but I don't know. I might. I'm gonna give it a spin because I have to watch it's it's he man. I have to watch it. But all right, well, you let me know if it's any good. What do, what do you want my thoughts? Oh on? yeah, I oh, yeah. It. What did you think of uh, what did you think of what you saw? Without I don't even know you don't know he man. Uh, I I didn't know anything. I don't really know right. he man. I was a little confused on why everyone seemed like um, basically the Shazam family <laughs> yeah. where they're all kids and they can get yeah, powers. powers. Is that is that he man? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Is He-Man supposed to be a little kid? Uh, yeah, sort of. Not a little kid, okay. but a young, yeah, okay. smaller. A young, young, young adult. Guy? I okay. So I watched this trailer, and again, I, I didn't, I wasn't on the episode where you talked about Kevin right. Smith. I haven't listened, obviously. Right. So I was going, Jesus Christ, is this the ep- <laughs> is this the series that Kevin Smith is developing that these guys no. are all hyped about? Like, I was very, very confused yeah, yeah. on. Why you guys were hyped for a Kevin Smith series that looked like that? There's a lot of He-Man shit so was, coming out, uh, so, so that's all. Yeah, I was like, this looks like, it, to be honest, yeah. it kind of looked like, to me, Clone Wars, uh, but like even with more of a kiddie uh-huh, vibe. Uh-huh, I could see that. Just the animation yep, yep, style. I could see that. Um, I, I watched it, and I was like, yeah, this is definitely 
I don't know why these guys like He-Man. If this is what they're trying to get me into, this is not for me. This is not aimed at me. I don't understand this at all. It, I'm sure might, someone might like it, but I can see a lot of adults not I can't not see Anthony get, ever getting into He-Man. No, it's not, no, if you didn't, you had, you had to, you had to be a kid yeah. when it came out. So yeah. I'll give him, you know, the one other similarity this one has is it's doing what the original did. It's basically you're selling toys to kids. It's for kids to sell toys. So it's, they're doing the same Why thing. Why do two so so close to one another on the same network dude it's netflix they don't care they give anybody I, money to do I, anything I think, make it. That, I think they're losing the license uh whoever mm. whoever get licensing it to them yeah. is going to lose the license yeah hmm. and uh, i think mattel's getting it back i don't know exactly what there's some kind of fucking legal reason i don't know i know mattel and, is was involved in the other one i don't even know if mattel has the only the only one. franchises you see doing this type of stuff so close together yeah are two right now, Star Wars yeah. and Marvel. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of DC, but those are the only two that like get away with releasing two different things so close I mean, to It's one clearly another. two different audiences, though. That other one had a very specific well, audience. Star Wars does no, that. not Star Wars. I'm talking about these He-Mans. I know, but I'm saying Star Wars does stuff for all different types of oh, audiences. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I think they're just trying to push these figures. I just think they're just trying to yeah. push these figures yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they were putting out this show, and... Uh, they obviously did the, I think the Kevin Smith show they did after this show uh, because they had to do a whole toy tie in and all that stuff takes a lot this more time. This is a longer show. It's like a full series, right? Yeah. Then the yeah, other one. I don't think there's figures for Kevin. I think there are, there are figures for Kevin Smith's show too. Also timing wise, well, you know, the Christmas is in a few months, so they got to get this shit out. It's perfect for them to push their fucking toys. I don't know. I think He-Man is a bungled property. No one understands how to do it right. It's one of those things that like could be awesome, but like just like John Carter and yeah. all that stuff and Flash Gordon, no one knows how to crack it properly. We saw so. a good he man. It was called Thor Ragnarok. Oh shit! Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what. My amongst my generation, yeah. He Man does not exist. No. So it's it's the kids <laughs> who are way younger than you, and then just like a little right. bit older than you, like mid thirties. I don't, and I don't above. know if they've. I don't know if they picked up any kids along the way. No. <laughs> now I don't. It's just one of it's it's, it's of its time. Oh. It's a interesting sci-fi uh, experiment that was made to sell toys, and it can only be made in that environment. If you wa- like, if you watch the um, the toys that made us, they did a great episode about like the whole they literally they literally like what can we make toys of? And they're yeah. like Conan's popular, okay? Star Wars is popular. Yeah. Let's do Conan meets Star Wars, and they, and that's what they did. So Anthony, they would pitch this initially. They went to the people to the Toys R Us, and they would pitch this. And the, the the stores were like, wait, is this a story? How are you going to tell the story? And the guy just goes, oh, we're going to make a comic book. They had no plans to make a comic book. So they go back and make this comic book. And then the next one, they they pitch this. And the guy's like, where is this story going to be? And the, the guy just goes, oh, did we tell you? It's going to be a TV show. And this is the first anybody heard of this. And they go back and they make a cartoon out of this fucking bullshit. And well, stuff they made that, a commercial first that yes, was animated. yes. And then the animated commercial was what, like, they made the show about. And the show was just like, they're like, all right, they said, this, you can't make a show unless to sell toys, unless you have, like, some kind of, like, lesson at the end that the kids could yeah, learn no, something. Yeah, man doesn't kill. So every show had, like, a lesson about morality. There's no blood. Yeah. He-Man never well, kills. I just find it interesting that He-Man, like, for me, isn't a thing at all. And I, I'm looking at the He-Man Wikipedia, the Masters of the Universe, and the films animated series video games 
Dude, Boys, it's a huge franchise. They've, still. they've continued to go back to the well over yeah, and over to make this something. It's huge. So clearly, there's people that think either there's enough people that like this, or there are people that believe in this enough to the keep it. The Motu going. fans. Motu is a huge fandom. Who? Masters of the Universe. Motu, oh. huge, huge fandom. The collectors. Are you kidding? There was so much toys and like cards and and costumes and junk you can collect about He Man. The fact that it's been around thirty five plus years is wild. I was more of a Shira person. Shira was actually <laughs> almost better animated than He Man. They had it was the animation had gotten better when they were doing Shira. Did you know I learned why? You know how there's no more Saturday morning cartoons, and it was just the heyday of the eighties rugs was the Saturday morning cartoons. Do you know why that happened? Uh, not, I, I know, I knew it at one point, but now I forgot it. In yes. 1981, I believe it was Reagan reversed this thing that said children's programming, uh, could not have advertisements during it. And the minute that happened, everything you could, it was about the toys and the toys turned into cartoons. And that's why it went on throughout the eighties until the children's TV people, Fucking stop that shit. They're like, okay, we got to go back. You cannot advertise to kids in cartoons uh, on TV. And so then that just fucking yeah, shut it all down. of the innocent yeah. type thing. Yeah, it shut, and it shut the industry down overnight, which was pretty crazy. So I was wondering. I was like, what happened? Why did they go away? That's why. The yeah, government. just parents were, parents were sick of buying these yeah, toys like, every time the new shows stop. came out. Because every when you watch T-Man, you're like – Oh, I need to get that toy now. And the next week, you were like that. This show was on five days a week. They were doing five different shows. So think about oh, it. Yes. That was bad. So that was bad, right? Yeah. And now we have kids getting cell phones. <laughs> now they're just playing Fortnite, and it looks like cartoons. Well, the, oh. just for for reference, the show that made me always go out and get toys was Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, Power Rangers definitely. Because Power Rangers, you could get the toys, and then you would collect the toys, and then make something. Pokemon else. Pokemon did you that could, well too. That that was a genius. And then there'd be like a new season of all new toys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Pokemon, I was more in. I was a Pokemon guy, but I was into the cards at that point. Okay. I mean, I think the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles have a bunch of different waves of toys that. Of course. Are, are really fun. And so these things survive. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, X-Men, yeah. those are all my... Godzilla, obviously. Yeah. Those are all the toys I was Godzilla playing. toys will be timeless. Godzilla toys are timeless. They are timeless. The only problem is I used to take the Godzilla toys when I was naked in the bathtub <laughs> and then putting them and in the water. what with them? Oh, okay. Well, I was three or like six. I wasn't, oh, I wasn't shoving up my, you shoving know, them up my ass. That, if, if you put that in the... Uh, eBay uh, description, you'll get more money. You get I more think bids, so. apparently. Well, it, it, <laughs> and the coloration on the Godzilla scales is a little yellowed. <laughs> I wonder why. Uh, 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 for sale, Godzilla that has been in bathwater with young child. Slightly peed on Godzilla. <laughs> you'll, you'll make millions of dollars. Yeah. Still has original urine I had to throw in that I was naked. Ah, yeah. It's disgusting world we live in. Anthony was three-year-old with abs in the bathtub. <laughs> Playing with his Godzilla. You always, I always wanted to recreate Godzilla going through sure, the water. Of course, yeah, yeah, that's the best part. Then, then, but then the water would get in the toys, and I wouldn't understand that I had to take his leg off to get the water out. <laughs> you know what else is timeless, listener? A niche T-shirt of a podcast that you love. Something that none of your friends are going to have, and you're going to be the cool one walking around yeah. with a jock you're going to abandon us when we become big. And, nerd. Like, and then when we sell out, you're going to yeah, burn we'll, the we'll shirt on TikTok. It's fine. Any press is good press. It'll still help us out. So, uh, But you can get a niche podcast t-shirt. Be the talk of your friends. Visit our tea public shop, jockander.com slash shop, where there's really comfortable t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, mugs, travel mugs, pillows, torch bags, 
tons of things with our logos and other designs. And uh, your friends can be like, oh, that's a cool shirt. What is that? I don't know what that is. Show me. And then you grab their phone and you subscribe them to the show. Bing, bam, boom. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. We'll see you next time. No, stop doing that. Uh, Last thing in the news. We had one last trailer for two things that Ruggs loves. One thing that I love and another thing that I kind of love. And two things Anthony could give two shits about. Oh, shit. And that is Star Wars <laughs> and anime. Yay. You are, you are correct. More so on the anime, but Okay, yes. so a good assessment. I did watch a trailer. Okay, though. well, enough why I, uh, let's start with you this time. I was confused because I didn't realize <laughs> they were, it was like an anthology thing yes. until much later. Different so styles. Going, why is the animation so inconsistent? Yes, it's like Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. Different styles every episode. But for what it's worth, I think it looked fine. I like the the one story I liked the most was it where the one where it looked like they were doing Jedi samurai type. Yeah, stuff. the black and white kind of drawn, yeah. hand drawn one. That's sick. But I, I can't say I'm going to watch this unless you force me to. All right. Well, yeah, you know, Bad Batch was fun, but I didn't force you to watch that one. More curious. You guys have better opinions on Rugs, this. What do you think? Honestly, this is like chocolate and peanut butter, man. Star Wars and anime goes really well together. This looks sick to me. I, I'm digging it. I think this needs to happen. Geek boner. Yes. Um. Yeah, I think that they've done this type of thing with like Batman, where they have like that was uh, great. They did it with the they Matrix. Had like a, yeah, they the animatrix they did this with Batman. Yes. And those are always fun to check out. Yeah. So yeah, it's I mean it's an eventuality that has to happen. Like, These are in canon a, stories too. There are just in case you don't know, there are Marvel animes yeah. where they do, you know, their takes on Black Widow. There's a Wolverine and, one. Did you ever watch that yeah. Wolverine one? That one was crazy. It was so this is nothing new yeah. to fandom. I think that um bringing these talents on board will may, maybe will give ideas to uh, Lucasfilm and, and, and Disney. Also, I'm very interested because anime works on a different level than Disney. Mm-hmm. Right? Anime doesn't have the restraints that Disney does. Right. Uh, Japan does all kinds of weird, crazy fucking shit that is beyond X-rated. Okay, yeah. and and gory and violent, and so I'm wondering how they, how much leeway Disney gave them. So that's all interesting shit that I'm I'm, I'm about to check out. I want to see how far they that's bent a, the rules. That's a good uh, question. It'll be interesting to see. And it's a great example of how this the style, the genre of anime, you can apply to almost anything and uh, come up with well, something all cool. all it is is animation. Right. It's just a different way of going a, about it's it. It's a specific style, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, it looks great. Can't wait. This comes out in uh, when? September? I'll check it out. September 22nd. On Disney Plus. Talking nerd. Holy shit. Breaking news. Oh shit. Geek boner. The Spider-Man No Way Home trailer is now out on the interwebs. They must have shown it at the Sony presentation. Uh, and we just all watched it. Listener. It made it. It made the new segment. Wow. Uh, it was. Mm. Wow. Uh, what? How? I don't even know. I just watched it twice. I'm still processing. I did send the guys a weird link where there was captions on this trailer, but it wasn't captions. It was animated uh, captions that were clearly animated into the trailer. I don't know if you've seen this listener, but you can also watch it without there. Anthony, I'm sorry. That was distracting. What did you think of the trailer? Well, besides the original one, which was <laughs> distracting. So first off, the leaked images, you don't see those images. Oh, the leaked video was none of This is not what it looked like. 
No, no, I'm saying there's some leaked images oh, okay. that were on in the internet. That was that was false. Characters. Some of it was okay. false. But you don't see any of those images in this trailer. Okay. Um the trailer, I did watch the the trailer of the trailer of the phone or uh, the trailer of someone recording a phone. This one's obviously finished. That one wasn't. Yeah, I mean I I I already knew the plot beats. Do you, should I just reveal yeah, them now? Yeah, let's go through. I mean, I like that they gave us like a big part of the story in this. It's a, they're calling it a teaser, but it's like it's official trailer. It's almost 3 minutes long. Yeah, I mean, overall, I like the trailer. They're still holding back on a lot of stuff, but surprisingly gave away oh my God. a big piece of the plot. Oh, my beat, God. Yes. Which is basically, if you know in the last movie, or if you remember, Spider-Man's identity is revealed. He's getting framed for killing Mysterio. Mysterio outed him, uh, and you see J. Jonah Jameson, right. you hear him in this one saying... Uh, yeah, you, you see, so I guess his life is in ruins now. Yeah, now everybody knows he's Spider-Man. He's being hounded. Yeah, so he goes to Doctor Strange to cast a spell to make everyone forget he's Spider-Man, and it fucks up things. And during the spell, he won't shut the fuck up. Typical Peter Parker, and it clearly Strange has done something wrong. Uh, and then you see possible hints of villains, like there's a big cloud of dust that made me think of Sandman. There is a goblin bomb, and then the fucking end reveal of Alfred Molina, de-aged, looks great as fucking... Dr. Octopus. Uh, Rugs, what did you think? We got to see Dr. Strange stuff, like the the city folding in on itself and repeating. That's kind of cool. It looks kind of fun. I feel like it's going to be interesting to see him get out of this quagmire. Um, reminiscent of like maybe a one more day-ish type thing. I thought of that immediately. Was it he, in that in the comics, he made a deal with Mephisto. Because Aunt May died. There's no Mephisto. There's no just Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange. Fucking up a spell. Um, and uh, yeah, so we do see like uh, I don't know why it would cause Doctor Octopus to show up in the Green Goblin. That's not really. It rips the multiverse. So everything connected to any so Spider Man. I, I don't know. So and now the other question that remains is is these ideas like you know this is like the worst kept secret of you know yes. that, that all these guys are going to be in this movie, but. The things that we don't know for sure is if Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be there. There's yeah. going to be other Spider-Men in this you movie. Know, there's rumors of Emma Stone and uh, Kirsten Dunst. There's all these rumors of all these other people. We know Jamie Foxx is in it, but is a Dane DeHaan in it? Who? Which is it? Is it Willem Dafoe? Who's the Goblin? It's Willem Dafoe. Oh my god! I heard him laughing. Better be. And then why is Doctor Strange uh, his uh, sanctum all frozen? That's kind of interesting. It's winter. It's this movie takes place in December. It's clear he's fucking up spells. I, I have a uh, one thing that one thing to bring up yeah. in that trailer that yeah. I thought was found it to be curious the way they cut the trailer. Yeah, and maybe they'll expound upon it more. But the trailer really makes Doctor Strange look like a complete moron. I was just thinking that. How did <laughs> because, you fuck up a, a spell and have this kid talking to you and you can't focus? He shouldn't have well, been there. Yeah, what yeah, are you doing? It sounds like he, you know, he's right now he's the Sorcerer Supreme. Of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Wong tells him not to do it. Yeah. He still does he still it. And does then it. immediately they cut to him and it's like he fucked up. He fucked it up and <laughs> so cracked like, up in the multiverse. Well, well, it's great. If you're supposed to be like oh, the shit. guy that protects the this reality. Yeah. You're not very good at you. You can't dumb. be fucking up spells. Uh, well, having like a, having like a fifteen year old tell you, Hey, can you cast this spell for me? Because I'm 
I, I don't want sure. anyone to know who I am. He's, he's just like, like okay, sure, and then he fucks know, things up. This shouldn't well, be a that, problem. That's like the reason why this Peter Parker is the Ferris Bueller of. He totally is. Uh, oh he, my just, God, he, totally he just gets is. what he wants. He's like, can you go into a spell for me? Sure. Can I get like, an no iron problem. suit that has arms? Sure. Everyone just says yes. I mean, I'm glad that it got screwed up. I'm glad that he, you know, he goes to, to like in, in the regular comics. Peter Parker would go to Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange, but get the fuck out of you know, here. They, like, well, he, you know, I'm not doing he's that. A, you know, pa- Parker's an adult in the comics and they're, they hang out and he still annoys Stephen Strange. He does get, the, there's a quick shot of him doing the astral push on Spider-Man. You see Peter come out and sp- he's holding some kind of weird box. I don't know what that is. So he gets a little There's got to be more to it. Otherwise, they, they just made Doctor Strange look like a more. Well, you know, and they also, yeah. they also, you know, how, you so. know how they edit these things. They'll, they'll of course. leave things out. They'll put things in. It's all misdirection. Seriously edited to make him look stupid. But wow, after all this time, just under three and a half months to go, December 17th, was this, I know, uh, look, at the end of the day, it's just a fucking trailer, right? And I was so fucking jazzed for it. Did it live up to the hype? Yeah, you're the 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 one, you're the the Spider-Man guy here. I'm giving it a geek boner. It kind of, a little bit did give me what I wanted, which is, give me the story, which we kind of knew. But it's showing me Alfred Molina. That was big. What do you think that the uh, end result that they want to achieve is just to tell a good story? Or what is the movie or with the trailer? What do you think this is going to do for the franchise? What do you think this is going to do for the character? Like, where are they going to end up? Where do you what do you think they why are they doing this story? Is it to end up somewhere else? Like, what what do you think the 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 aim is here it's a good question because we both of you well we know that this weird contract right tom holland with disney and sony i believe it's up after this movie i don't think there's anything more unless he re-ups so where are they gonna leave him uh i'm very curious they're gonna erase everything and then leave a crazy multiverse to to mess with to take care of anthony what do you think well, I think Sony obviously has plans to integrate their universe into this, so I think that's one of their goals. Well, maybe he to, gets stuck in the Sony universe at the end of this. Perhaps. Or, or they just, they've established now that these characters can cross over amongst ah, uh-huh, the, uh-huh. the Spider-Man franchises. Um, but other than that, I mean, I think this also kind of leads into Doctor Strange's movie, The Multiverse of Madness, yes. so he has to potentially deal with the ramifications of this, along with um, Loki and WandaVision. I think Tom Holland might be in Multiverse of Madness. I thought I read that. Somewhere. Oh shit! Really? He may. So he may have one more movie on his contract, or a half a movie. Like there's a. It's usually well, like I think a full movie does, and a cameo. Yeah, I think he has another movie where he can be in a Marvel film, uh-huh. just not as the lead. Okay, okay. I think what they're going to do with this at the end of this movie, it's they want to their cake and eat it, Sony. Yeah. So they're going to want. They they want to double down on Tom Holland because he's young. He's a young Spider-Man. They're going to, at the end of this movie, it's going to be a new reality, right? Obviously, because X-Men are going to be present. There's going to be all this stuff that was missing from the Marvel Universe restored. All of the bad guys that are tried and true and we all like, like William Defoe as the goblin. You can't really get a better goblin no, than you William can't. Defoe. You get a better suit. You can't really, not a better you can't goblin. really get a better Doc Ock than, nope. than that guy. Perfect. So those guys are going to be the bad guys. MJ's going to have red hair and it's going to be a different MJ. It's going to be the same girl playing MJ, but it's, she's going to have the red hair and she's going to be the oh, MJ weird. from the thing. Okay. Maybe. You think this is, okay. I, I think maybe they're going to go that far. 
and they're going to set a like basically a reset. A new status they're going to reset a lot of things. All the things that work, they're going to keep. Okay, they're okay. just going to either, but they're going to add like you know J Jonah Jameson. They added already, yeah, but yeah, all they're they're kind of pulling the things that already work from the like Sony knows what worked in their old movies, and they're pulling it back in. That's what I think is going to happen. It's going to be the new status quo, and they're going to try and continue in their own world without Marvel, like I guess, or without Marvel, you know, making the films, unless they re-up their contract with Marvel. Who knows? How do you explain the J. Jonah Jameson before, like, the multiverse cracked? He's just he's just there? Does it? I don't. Well, maybe he'll have, a, in this one, he's bald. In the other one, he'll have his, uh, his flat top. Oh, yes. You got to have the flat top and the gray sides and the mustache. Look, props. They finally fucking put a thing out. Great. December 17th. I can't wait. Uh, maybe we'll probably get another trailer, but Marvel has a very busy are you, schedule. Are you, are you confident now that the uh, that it's movie's a, coming out? That it's a real movie? That it's happening? It's a real movie, yeah. Yes. You're freaking out for weeks now. I'm confident that they're not delayed. Did we get a date? I don't let really me see. Remember. Let me see at the end. I'm uh, No, it says only exclusively in movie theaters December 17th. So I'm confident, Ada, they, I don't think they're going to push it back. They, they can't, you know, they just, this is a huge thing. They just announced at the CinemaCon. So it's not going to get delayed. Still coming out, even though they pushed back the Venom uh, two weeks. So cool. No way home. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. What does the title mean? So the title again, maybe he gets lost somewhere. Maybe he gets stuck I in the Sony verse. And then in Doctor Strange, that's when he pulls him back from the Sony multiverse. Maybe. Yeah, there's no way home. Maybe he doesn't ever get back to that. You know, I don't think anybody gets so back to the, ever, like all the universe that we know. The bad guys. They don't. There's no way home for them. They're all stuck in this new reality. Uh, yeah, I think there's just a new uh, reality that everyone has to accept. I, just he's conscious of it because like he's, it. I, he's instrumental in the bringing about of it. Maybe who knows? Well, I can sleep now. That would be cool to saddle him with that fucking guilt that he fucked up all of reality. Yeah, that all of this is his fault. <laughs> It says here on their Wikipedia. I don't know if this is how reliable this is, but it says a fourth Spider-Man. His film is in development. Oh fuck! I don't know. Again, not, there's not a citation on here, mm. though. Maybe just have that just in case they put it in there. Uh, very uh, exciting. Geek Boomer. Very exciting. Yeah, fourth film. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, the Holland in February of 2021. Holland said. That while No Way Home was his final film under his contract, he's hoping to continue to play Spider-Man in the future. Okay, so, who knows? Yeah. So I'm scrolling through Twitter right now, yeah. and there's a lot, multiple posts of where are Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield? Oh, they're saving that. They're saving that shit. You, they're not gonna. Maybe in the last trailer, they're gonna show you more than one Spider-Man, or maybe not. They or you save that reveal for the fucking movie. Maybe it's a good idea because there it is. It's not long. Not long to wait. Holy shit. Okay, let's take a break here. We'll play some promos and we will find out what if the Ravagers kidnapped little T'Challa instead of little Peter Quill. Oh, what would happen? We'll let you know right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, my name's Paul and I'm not an animal expert. I'm Donna and I'm not an animal expert either. And together we do a podcast about animals called Varmints. Every week we pick an animal, do a bunch of research on it, and bring you some interesting facts about that animal. But we don't stop there. We talk about that animal in movies, TV, and other pop culture. And we talk about whether or not that animal would make a tasty dish, and how intelligent we think it is on the scale of 1 to 10. It's exactly like one of those fancy PBS nature documentaries. 
Except with more poo jokes. New episodes go live every Thursday wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Or you can visit us at blazingcariboustudios.com. <laughs> Varmints! Varmints! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this is Matt. And Jesse. We host American Slacker Podcast, your weekly rundown for weird news, entertainment suggestions, and unique games. Every other week, we bring on guests from all walks of life, like comedian Mark Forward of Letterkenny. Yeah, we just call it tuna up here. We, we, we're pretty clear that it's a fish. And NYC stand-up powerhouse Ian Fidance. I want to fucking punch you in the fucking face with positivity <laughs> and fun, motherfucker. Actor Brandon Crane of Stephen King's It. There's a lot of the work that I did, like Wonder Years to It, they were all very, you know, period, 50s, 60s, and, you know, chunks were all the rage. And Arthur Clown from Terrifier, David Howard Thornton. They also had to make a mold of my face while I was there, so that was kind of claustrophobic in itself. Musician Dan Simons of Just Surrender. First time ever going out on tour, you remember every stop. And Nick Thompson of Hit the Lights. All, all the stuff that I think that people go through through life, and it's just, like, my outlet for that. Watch the video version of American Slacker on our YouTube channel, and listen to our show on your favorite podcast app. New episodes every Wednesday. Visit our website aspodcast.com for everything American Slacker. That's it. There you go. Listener, if you are enjoying the show and have been enjoying the show and you enjoyed that we just broke the Spider-Man trailer live, consider joining our fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jockandnerd! And you can support us on a monthly or yearly basis and it helps keeping the show up keeping it going every week keeping us producing episodes every week which we've been doing for over six years now six and a half years uh for as little as three dollars a month you get access to an exclusive rss podcast feed with bonus content gotta say huge thank you to new five dollar a month supporter anthony busby (laughs) rock on anthony thank you very much I was going to say, I didn't fucking donate to this goddamn show. Anthony. (laughs) The other Anthony. He's in the Facebook group. And at that level, Anthony, now you have a Discord benefits. You have access to our exclusive Patreon only Discord server. We're doing monthly hangouts this month, August 2021. It's this week. It's tomorrow. If you're listening to this, the day the show posts, it's the day after it posts, Thursday. August 26th, 8 p.m. Check your Patreon feed. There'll be a message. There'll be a link. Uh, and we're just going to hang out and, and, and probably yeah. talk about this trailer some more. Absolutely. We're going to bring a beer. We're going to just hang out and chill. Just, yeah, it's a good time. Anthony may be there. We may have an appearance from John. Where, when is it? It's this Thursday, Anthony, 8 p.m. Central. This Thursday. We are making- I might be able to make it. I might. Okay. 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 I'm around. I can maybe all, make it. All the more reason to sign up right now, listener. Message me an hour before. Okay, I will send you. You have to. <laughs> you got to get your Discord account, and I'll give you permissions. What? I need a Discord account. You got to do a disc. You got everyone needs a Discord account. What? Uh, check the Patreon feed, listener. Why, am I have to be on camera? Uh, uh, no, not, no. You can have the camera off. Everybody okay. does, but we did. Lisa Morrison, she had her camera on. We were hanging out. I have mine on. Some oh, people God. do. Some people what don't. What time is it at? 8 p.m. Central, Thursday, yes, August 26th. So there's still time to sign up for the Patreon. And if you miss this one, you get September 
they will do one the last Thursday of September. You should probably have your camera off and run. No, I like how- and Anthony should have his on and, and no shirt on. Yeah, right. No, yours should be just on your abs. We'll have all of the women that listen to us uh, come and to us. I will draw. I think we have, we've, or- we've maybe gotten three. <laughs> well, there's some of the guys, too. Don't forget that. Yes. Yeah. So it should be easy. I'll draw a smiley face on my bald spot, and that'll be the camera shot. So it'll look Whoa. like my bald spot. Is <laughs> How about that? Oh, wow. Shit. That visual was just And amazing. I'll do it with Sharpie so that it's there for months and months. And I get ink poisoning right into my That's brain. That's like Christmas to me. All right. Well, see? Yeah. Sign up at Patreon. Jesus was born Listen, and runs a bald if spot. If I get enough Patreon members, I will draw a smiley face on my bald spot and put a camera on it, live stream it. No problem. Jockinner.com <laughs> slash Patreon. Sign up today. All right, you fuckers. Let's get to our review. We are continuing the What If Anthology animated series on Disney+. Plus. Uh, this week, episode two, titled What If T'Challa Became a Star-Lord. Here is your spoiler alert. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Uh, this one Amazing returning voice cast, all the dudes from the movies, and especially meaningful to hear Chadwick Boseman's voice. Did that, did that get anybody anybody tear up when you realize I did enjoy hearing oh. Chadwick Boseman again. It was nice to hear him again. And he does, I wouldn't say I teared up, but it was definitely, uh, right? like, oh man, this is... yeah. This is tough. I think we'll get this to hear things. him again in another episode. But I this think you is, hear him a couple more times. Yeah, but this is the last few uh, appearances as T'Challa, Chadwick had. Uh, but everyone's back from the Guardians. We'll go over the cast as we go through it. The notable missing person, uh, Batista. Didn't want didn't to do it, I guess. Uh, Apparently, they didn't ask him. Oh, they didn't. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. But, Dave but he's, I mean, the guy's only got like two lines. That's true. I mean, he's uh, he's got a good role in this thing. Uh, okay, so this time, I, I think we should do, Anthony, instead of you telling us the plot, I feel like I want to break down the episode kind of scene by scene since it is short. We can kind of do it, and there's a lot of fun stuff in this one. Why don't you we start? Do opening thoughts, or yeah, okay. do we just want to do it that way? Do opening thoughts. Let's do opening okay. thoughts. Whatever you want. Do you want to know what you want? Yes. Okay. This is what I'm talking about for What If. Yes! Last week, I, I thought about it some more, and I was like, the reason I thought last week's was boring is they were it was too much of a, a beat for beat recreation of First Avenger. And really what changed? Not much. Same you know, some same things outcome. changed, yeah. but they didn't they didn't do enough change to make it interesting, nor did they explore enough of the themes Correct. they had. Some yes. of the potential with yep. you know, being a woman and all that. Like that was all kind of cursory, like they didn't really dive into anything Agreed. that made it other than a beat for beat recreation of the first Avenger. This one I loved it because I, I was saying it last week. I want wacky. I want crazy. If, if you have a what if concept, go nuts. And they went nuts. They did. I fucking loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had Black Panther as Star Lord, but other than that, this is a completely different story than what you would see in either Guardians or Black Panther. But uh, that they still, in my opinion, kept the integrity of of all the characters and just really thought out. Okay, if T'Challa was in space, what would happen? Exactly. What would happen? So I really enjoyed it. And the fact that the kind of person T'Challa is makes a huge difference. Like so many things would have been different just because T'Challa is who he is. Rugs, what'd you think? An improvement over last week? I thought so too. Definitely an improvement. I agree also. Uh, I like that it did uh, take a lot of liberties, but then 
of course, there's there's always a bridge too far for me. Oh yeah, in this one there was. So there was two things that kind of just uh, like kind of gave me that uh, okay feeling. Okay. The first thing is like in the opening thing where the guy's like worshiping him. I love that though because I oh, yeah. fucking hated I that. Fucking I love no, it. I love that. And uh, it was just too much. Okay. And then yeah. like I understand like they have mutual respect and everything, but it was just overdone. And then the whole Thanos thing, I was like, oh, you give me a like fucking break. Too, you fucking oh, he, oh, my God. No. I thought that's fucking no, okay. I, 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 I could see that. Okay. I could see the Thanos thing because no. it is it is very wildly different from that character. Okay. Uh, but I just I just like I just that don't they think, went I think it. everybody and their mother tried to talk him out of it. It's just like he's and like T'Challa's the one guy because like, you know, charisma like i don't think so i don't think that it but that would, it, this would, follows be that easy. a chain of things of what how t'challa would do things differently let's go okay let's go back to the opening because i fucking loved it it opens on morag just like in the first guardians movie where he's going for this orb and the reaction instead of when peter quill goes star lord and the guy's like who he's like star lord man this one he says the same words i'm just a junker but you may know me by another name and then korath who i thought jimon hansu was great you got so much korath in this more than you got in any of the movies and he just starts gushing he's like oh my god he's like should we be bowing i feel like we should be (laughs) bowing and i i love the flip because of who t'challa is you know, he was beloved, not hated. Like Peter Quill's an asshole. Be, be like was recognized as a Star Lord, doing something good as a Robin Hood. That makes perfect sense. I just didn't like how over the top sure. the reaction was. I thought it was just a little bit. I, whatever they, the writing beat is perfect. Like okay, the, obviously the child is going to be much better than Peter Quill. Like in every in, single oh, way, absolutely across the board. Like Peter Quill. But that's is, not even a question. Uh, Quill is a fucking asshole. Quill's a, a man child. He's you know? a selfish man child asshole. Uh, I love the little details like the ship is called the Mandela, not the Milano after Nelson Mandela. It's fucking great. So what did he name the Milano after? Cookies? Uh, what, no, what, what, Alyssa what, Milano. Alyssa Milano. Oh, Alyssa I, Milano. It? I don't know. I, I believe so. Was it really? I, it was. I was just kissing. I was kidding. I think it That's was. even I better. I would name yeah. a spaceship after Alyssa Milano. Have you seen her? Uh, I think he named yeah. it after. And then you get the same beat where Yandu, you see Yandu in the killer arrow which always is great because it just makes killing so lighthearted. You don't realize he just killed like 20 people. This is great. Isn't that fun? (laughs) Uh, And then we learned you jump 20 years earlier. So it's 2008 in 1988 fucking Craglin and Taserface kidnap the wrong kid. Clearly they had a picture of a white boy and they (laughs) didn't care because the vibranium. uh, I found that to be wildly badly written like they would just grab a kid and then they wouldn't even like, care to get the right kid well, he's like if anything was not from space it was there yeah. we read this readings yeah that that one that one is a stretch too far but i'd like the story so much that i was like eh, because it doesn't make any sense they grab the kid he's black <laughs> yes, he's not have white. A hologram For, of him. okay then <laughs> then you bring him to Yandu, and Yandu's like this isn't the kid but you know what we're gonna keep him and we're gonna abandon the mission from ego who we know is like a destroyer of worlds basically yeah it was just yeah it could have been written a little better a lot better, actually. Like, I, what happens doesn't bother me. It's just write it better. Yeah. You know, I like this all. move because this now makes T'Challa, where in the original timeline, he's kind of an isolationist and he doesn't want to go out. This kid is like, I want to explore. I want to see everything. And this makes him a very different, open 
you know, the little galaxy wide T'Challa. Well, I know. I think it's not that it's not in the original. He didn't want to leave. I think he just never got a chance to leave. All right. He probably as a kid wanted to leave and see the world. His father. Yeah. His his father father says it here. He's like, do not go out there. It's dangerous. His father had made turned him into something like that. Yeah. John Connie also doing the voice brilliantly. And another thing that bothered me is also. See, there's a lot of. Uh, in order to give you this, you have to like suspend a lot of disbelief in order to give you this story. And for me to believe that T'Challa is this great person that like can say to Thanos to stop killing people, and he does it. Doesn't want to go home and see his family. He doesn't miss his dad. Well, Yandu like, told him that Wakanda was destroyed. He lied to him just like Yandu lied to Peter Quill. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I would. I, I still don't. You think you think that would be enough to stop T'Challa from like? Wanting to make sure that there was and nothing left unturned. Probably not. And he completely threw his trust into Yondu to that that degree. I just think that that's written really weird. Yeah, too. It's, it is written really weird. You would think this great like boy, like as great as he is yeah. in his character, he would have also cared about his family and tried to find them. Yeah, I like how but he's turned the it's, Ravagers it's so wacky that straight. Like, <laughs> like he's caused them to go straight. Like he's that. That, that's great. That strong of a character. He, he, he no, probably, that works. Would, yeah, all of that works. Yeah. All of that works. It's just I'm pointing out things where it don't okay. work. Well, let's the, all the other stuff uh, obviously. Let's works. get to uh, your Thanos uh, problem. So we we see them in Contraxia. They're hanging out in a bar. Drax is the bartender. It's very funny. They're telling stories. And then Drax never his fam his family's never been killed. So oh, he yeah, never has to live this alive. life of yeah vengeance he can actually just be what he wants to be which is just a bartender yeah he just wanted to tend bar he's not the destroyer he's Drax the bartender and then the Thanos reveal is hilarious in this universe turns out uh, T'Challa just talked Thanos out of uh, snapping half the world away I love the running joke where they're like Dude, that sounds like genocide and he's like no 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 it's uh, random and it's, uh, it's more like, efficient it's, it's not yet it's, he's like <laughs> It's not genocide because it's efficient. Because it's efficient. It's so funny. He says it to Okoye at the end. And he's just a different dude. He had no idea, too, that um, his face, what's his name, would come back to do it. Uh, Who? The voice actor. No, no, the voice actor. Oh, James Brolin is is doing fucking Thanos, too. Everyone is back. You know, Nebula is there. Uh, That's Karen Gillan. I don't think that was advertised, though, that Uh, Josh Brolin was coming back. That was a surprise. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Nebula as uh, like? Oh, wait, let's stop. Yeah, hey, we got to get into Thanos. Okay, let's get into Thanos. <laughs> Look, he ha- he great. has moments later on too because he ends up fighting the Black Order, and I he has a I love the relationship with his daughter. This is a this is a different Thanos because of the string of events. Yeah, you know, he's. I mean, I personally enjoyed it just because it's so crazy. But I did watch a review online that was like Thanos is one of those characters that's the boogeyman of the Marvel universe. And we should have never seen never Thanos portrayed the in, a light, in a light. No, oh. not explain him. Oh. We should never see the boogeyman acting like a jackass. Oh. <laughs> and like Thanos should have always been like someone like the, the Marvel Universe would have referred to as like he was a, a consistent like thing. Like he was always going to be a badass. Oh, motherfucker. I see. Okay, no matter like, what, it's like kind of like see, it's like kind of like throwing the alien, like having the predator talk to you, or like having right, the right. alien out in the light. So like you don't really want to see. It's a that. little, fa- yeah, and it's a little far fetched. Like you said, rugs that this one guy was the guy who he's like, all you need is a good argument and got him to fucking just. And not only that, but then he would hang out him. with a guy that wanted to commit genocide and just be have him in his crew. Like I think it doesn't work. It's incongruent for both uh, things. It's great for the jokes where he's like, don't tell that to Captain yeah. Genocide over here. 
Yeah, when you uh, when you're making a comedy, you just do shit but that doesn't make sense I mean, and people buy the it. The team is great because you got Korath and Thanos and Kraglin and Taserface. Uh, it's like the new Guardian. Yeah, and Nebula. What a great team! It was yeah. just so like again. I I want wacky, yeah. and wacky. they gave me wacky with that. This is fucking. It was wacky. fun. It was fun. I'm not gonna say it wasn't so fun. Nebula so. is kind of a a blonde bombshell. That's kind of fun, and she's not been. Uh, experimented on. She's not in pieces. Just a little Just a bit. little bit in the eye. And then, I love this, you got Benicio Del Toro returning as the collector and the collector is fucking jacked. Oh, shit. Wow. Uh, he's just been, he's been collecting steroids. He's been yeah. collecting muscles. Collecting lots of shit. And since Thanos has gone straight, it created a power vacuum and now Tivon the collector is like the baddest mofo in the universe. Interesting. I thought that was interesting. That kind of works. I did find it interesting that just one more thing on Thanos, like he, we've established that he's such a bad at, like a, he can take on Thor, Iron Man, and Captain America at the same time. Yet in this one, he's getting like beat up. Black by, Order's uh, giving him problems. Black Order, yeah. and it's like, wait a minute, Thanos is like, he would never, he could kill everybody. <laughs> if you have Thanos on your team, he's gone you basically, soft. He hasn't. It's, the, that's that's true. Classic Marvel depowering. Oh, absolutely. For he went yeah. soft. Oh, yeah, he's just sure. a gardener now. That's all. He's. I, I, you know what it is? I think it, what what it is is there's there's the 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 amount of creators involved in this stuff now is so big. Yeah. That just people are losing track of the little details. Like I, I bet like whoever wrote and directed this episode that wrote that Thanos would be like this yeah. just was yeah, not we're idiots. And we yeah. see it like, yeah. come on, he like forgot. they're working for, Did he forget? They're, they're, they're making big bucks doing this. Like well, they should know. Like, like someone pointed out too, Korath in guardians of the galaxy can like leap super far. And he's like kind of a superhuman. Oh yeah. And he punches T'Challa in the nose and T'Challa isn't he's, black Panther. In this. He's just T'Challa. Oh, right. That's right. I was just like, Oh, he's just a human. Whatever. He's holding back. <laughs> Yeah. I'd love seeing Thanos go up against the Black Order. They even mimic some of the shots from Endgame with the big guy and the hammer. Uh, you know, when he catches the hammer like Thanos does. So it was interesting to see. And the Black Order, that didn't change. They're still fucking badass. Uh, you don't fuck with the Black Order. I, I loved the, their parts. Point I was making is Thanos is like beyond Hulk level strong. Yeah, they yeah. But they depowered the Hulk's him. ass hey, look, in five seconds. Look, look, Loki's fucking powers were all con- inconsistent course, in the whole it, show. So they're the, losing track. The thing they everything. just forgot. They forgot. But I, again, I'm, I'm criticizing it. I absolutely love this episode. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, th- there was tons of Easter eggs. You see, the collector has a Wakandan rhino. You see, Cosmo, the space dog, ends up with them. There's a dark elf there. And Howard the fucking duck. Oh shit! Is that Seth that Green? Is Seth Green him? voicing Howard the duck, and he has his catchphrase: "When you when you're out of luck, always go duck quack." Uh, <laughs> this is a nice catchphrase. Uh, and then uh, more Easter eggs as T'Challa runs through a hangar, and there's a bunch of planes. You see, like the Nova Corps plane and the Milano's back there. And then he passes a Wakandan ship, and his little fucking necklace goes off. And so I thought, what was interesting about this? There's mannequins with the Dora Milaje outfits. Yeah, collector must have just killed them. Is that the Wakandans were exploring space? Is that what we are to believe? Uh, they were looking for them. They were looking for them. Oh, or but the fact that they have spaceships and can uh, do space exploration. Why not? Yeah, sure. I, you know, I'm just curious. What have they been? And then you get the ma- oh, the music cues are great throughout the episode. You hear some of the chase music from Ant Man. You hear lots of music cues from Black Panther, and when he steps into the ship. 
you hear the talking drums. It's fantastic. And then he talks to his father in the hologram and finds out the truth that Yandu did lie to him. I'll admit the when I first heard the concept of this episode, I went T'Challa as Star Lord. Right? You're like, like the what? Black Pan- I was like Black mm. Panther guard. Like that doesn't really jive. Right. But for whatever reason, they it jived really well. I was like super impressed with how they were able to weave in, make T'Challa seem like he fit into space, which is not something I thought of right, ever right? before the show. Right, and he seemed very comfortable, and then still weave in the Wakandan uh, stuff really well. You know, bringing him back at the end. Uh, did you notice when t- uh, they fight, uh, collectors fighting uh, T'Challa? He's got all, he's got, he has. I, Cha-Cha. 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 He has. Uh, well, no, it's, that's what, that's oh, he what calls he didn't catch him Cha-Cha. Nebula, that's Nebula right. calls him, calls him he's Cha-Cha. like, it's you, Cha-Cha. No, she calls him <laughs> she, Cha-Cha. Right, Dave. Cha-Cha. It's great. Uh, he has ca- uh, Captain America's shield, which kind of doesn't make sense if this is 2008, because it would have been frozen. Whatever. It's fine. Uh, but does he have? Is that Korg's arm? At one point, he's got a rock arm, and he goes. I didn't see that. And he goes. I saw Thor's hammer. Thor's hammer's there. There's a dark elf. No, he has this arm. He goes. I got it off a of chatty, whatever that species is. And I was like, that's fucking Korg's arm. He cut off Korg's arm. That's not nice. Uh, and then the whole. Then he find. Oh yeah. And then Hela's headpiece. That was kind of cool. I don't know how the fuck he got that from Hela. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. A, this is what if. Doesn't matter. <laughs> what if? And ultimately, the, the 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 twist at the end was kind of nice. It was a triple, triple, triple cross, uh, and only some people knew. So I like the whole heist vibe. Uh, and then yeah, Thanos. I love that line from Thanos where he's like, "I'm not angry." Oh, he goes, "I'm not crazy." Mad. He turns. He goes, <laughs> "Fucking fight the Black Order." Uh, and ultimately, Collector is uh, killed by his collections as they set him free, and then. They're on nowhere, which is that big head, and the embers are growing plants everywhere. Uh, I don't know what that means. No, they, well, he was basically he found something that could feed worlds. Oh, right, unlimited Those, supply of right. food. Because uh, he had talked Thanos out of it, basically with that thing. Oh, like, that hey, we could just feed everybody instead of killing half the people. Let's do the opposite. Right. Right. Good plan. So at the end, there's a party, blah, blah, blah. But then you find out here's something that also would have changed is when Ego shows up to get find his son. He finds an adult Peter Quill at the Dairy Queen. And he's like, you got time to meet your dad. So now and then the watcher is like, uh, normally this is a world ending event, but this is the story for another time. Basically, now Ego is going to pervert Quill to be coming a really, really bad person. There's another story. There's another story That's you right. can tell. What yeah. if, sure. What if Peter Quill was never... He needed the, the Ravagers and the Yandu to be able to stand up to his dad, ultimately. And now that was taken away. I love that he's working at a dairy he's queen. Still, yes, as a fucking adult, he's mopping the floor. <laughs> Peter would have just been not a successful no, person. He wouldn't, not very that. ambitious, <laughs> yes. He would have been a little bit slacker. Right. And then I love that there's a little, of course, dedication to Chadwick Boseman. But the theme of, like, nature versus nurture, fantastic throughout this episode. Uh, again, I loved it. I love that it was more meaningful. And uh, T'Challa Well, that's better. another thing. Like, he's a little kid when he goes with the Ravagers. And, it, and T'Challa is unchanged. Like, you don't think that he would act differently being raised by a group of pirates? Like his whole life, you don't think that that would change him in any way? I think he was bit like he was raised from a young age as a king. Ah. And he was he had access to way more in his life than Peter Quill. Like 
Peter Quill was dealing with a sick mother, right? Yeah. Probably not a great family. Yeah. Whereas T'Challa had a, a intact family that was raising him and giving him the best education. So, yeah, solid upbringing. So I think so he, you don't think he, he had a better foundation than. So I, he, he wouldn't have been would have changed, but He wouldn't be think, as malleable as Peter Quill. Correct. Say. Correct. Okay. That's the core. I think his roots were were much much stronger I mean, the than core, Peter's that's, ever were. That's a good argument. The core character is still kind of there. And I feel like he's a little more laid back, though. This this T'Challa is a little more like he he knows how to. He's have not fun. as uptight. He's not as uptight. Sure. He knows how to have a good time, which is something that would be different. Yeah, I mean, overall, again, I agree completely with. Actually, I agree with everything Rugs mentioned as far as the writing. I think was kind of poor mm-hmm. at a lot of points. Mm-hmm. But again, what I'm looking for in a what if is to go crazy, and they went they went nuts, and I I I want to see them go nuts rather than what I saw last week, which was just. A little bit of a switch here and there, but mostly a retelling exactly. of a story. Fun, entertaining, and uh, the animation. I'll take nuts over the other thing Absolutely. any day with a Absolutely. The animation still looks You don't want to be bored. Yeah. No. I don't want to be predictable. I don't know what next week's is. It's uh, out now as you're listening. I have no idea. Okay, good stuff. Better, what if? Better. Keep getting better. I think these are going to tie into something eventually too. Well, I think with the you know we're going to see this team, the Guardians. You know, you're going to have Peggy Carter. You may have this T'Challa, Star Lord, and you know one person from every episode is going to be the Guardians of the Multiverse. I mean, I if, if the series it, it's got two kind of polar ends. You got last week's that played it really safe, yeah, right? Yeah. And then you got this one that went all they out crazy. Right. to the point where it was like an SNL skit. <laughs> like, yeah, I love that. Kind just, of, yeah. Kind just, of, yeah. Like, yeah, it. like there was no bearing on any kind of, they're just getting the jokes in, getting the, the, the beats. But in. that's very guardians though. Like it had that tone of guardians, which is, you may, yeah, maybe that's true. Yeah. Maybe that's why I don't like those movies yeah, as much as the other, sure. but if I, I'm sure that one of these is going to hit that sweet spot for me. Right. Um, this one I liked because, it was fun. I I was entertained, and and there was some some good stuff to it that was memorable. But um, I just would like it just be reeled back just a little bit. Let's do some quick news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. <laughs> It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Oh, my God. I'm getting all these comments uh, that that say I'm being mentioned in the Facebook group right now. I haven't checked what it is. I'm sure it has something to do had, with uh, the trailer. Jimmy Graben, Jimmy the Geek, messaged me and go, hey, the, the Spider-Man the trailer out. came out. If yeah. you guys want to just pause. Yeah, we did. We did, we Jimmy did. the Geek. We thanks did. for the heads up. And you heard it. And everyone's probably like, where are you? We're recording. I'll get in there in a second. Anyways, <laughs> this part is where I'm going to read some comments from that Facebook group, Jock and Nerd Nation. Uh, let's start with Ron Hans. Anthony posted this image that said Elizabeth Henstridge, who played Gemma Simmons in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Gemma, is going to be in the Disney Plus show, rumored. Secret Invasion. Oh, shit. And he posted it with this comment. It says, I know Tony keeps saying that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not Marvel canon. However, this may change that. Uh, before I tell you what actually is going on, if that would happen, will you eat your words about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Of course. But right now, it's not part of the canon. Um, we do have the multiverse now. But they have the, yeah, they have the multiverse, and now any of this can be canon. Clearly, by the Spider-Man trailer, we're going to see that those Spider-Man movies are now canon. 
That being said, yeah. if slash when they make this cannon, and I'm not 100% sure they'll make Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cannon, I am not going back and watching. <laughs> so, Imran, you can keep that. No, there's some crazy shit. There's like the framework. They did this whole thing with this Ada, this robot. Anyways, I I don't think this is happening. It was like a rumor. Here's what actually happened. Where this started is Elizabeth Henstridge married a cast member, Zachary Burr Abel. He played in the last two seasons. He played this character Deke. Deke was Fitz and Simmons' son from the future. So she married the dude who's playing in her adult son from the future. Kinky. Right. And uh, <laughs> uh, Clark, Clark Gregg was there and Leo Fitz was there. And then they bought a house in Georgia, in Atlanta. And so that's where the rumor started that is she there to record a secret cameo for Secret Invasion? I don't even think any of this is happening. They must have just bought... A house it's a bunch of BS. in Atlanta. Yeah. Yes, it's a bunch of just speculation because they got married and Clark Egg Greg was at the wedding, whatever. Yeah, I mean, there are, I just don't see their, I, again, anything's possible because they have the multiverse, but I just don't see a ton of people being jazzed for something because they included Elizabeth Henstridge from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, in that's it. a stretch. But if they do reset this, I kind of want Coulson back. Can we, would you guys want, I want Clark Gregg back as Coulson. In, I don't know. I feel like you got him back for ten seasons of Agents of Shield. We did, I guess. I like him. I want to see more <laughs> of him. And uh, Chloe Bennett, Benet. Why do you say her name? Chloe uh, yeah. Who knows? Listen, multiverse is broken. All the Spider-Man movies are canon. Everything is canon until Doctor Strange fucking fixes it. Uh, and then I got one more comment from Blake Braden, which will lead us into what are we watching? Blake posted. Final season of The Walking Dead begins tonight. Oh, shit. Which is yesterday, Sunday. Anybody else still watching? Rewatching a couple of season 10 episodes today. If you can get through seasons 5, 6, and 7, seasons 8, 9, and 10 are terrific. He says, uh, this is the final season. Jesus Christ. Season- when did, we st- when did I stop watching? What season did I stop watching? Probably like 6 or 7. Whatever the oh. Negan one was, that I first think, season in Negan. I think that I was five or six. That. The Negan season definitely, uh, that's when everybody dropped the fucking shit. Isn't it great that you can, like, that. You know the moment. Remember, remember that was appointment television? You had to, like, yeah. revolve your whole life around oh. it, and now you, you don't have to anymore. 11 seasons. This thing has been on so long. I, uh, season seven, I stopped after that season. Was that the Negan uh, season? Yep. Yeah, that's it. So, Negan, still on the show, still hanging out with them. And it's been years I, I think later. I, I think I stuck till Rick Rhymes died. All right. So with this comment, let's finish up with what are we watching? I did watch the Walking Dead final season and uh, I kind of forgot what happened, but they played the episode before uh, prior to it. So that's good. It's there was some good fucking drama and some good tension. And I kind of sort of care. I don't know. I'll, if it's the final season, here's the thing. I've watched every episode. So. This is the final season. I got to complete it. I'm going to have to complete it. I'm not watching the other shows. They're, they're doing two spinoffs, Fear the Walking Dead and The World Beyond. I'm not going to watch those. I just, I will finish season 11 because it did marginally get better these last few seasons. Hmm. Hmm. Anthony, uh, what, do you watch anything? I'm trying to think. No. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Nothing worth talking about. You know, they did the whisperers on The Walking Dead. It was very good. Rugs, uh, what have you been watching? Well, I watched uh, a bunch of things. Okay. Uh, the big thing that I watched was an old movie 
that I found on Paramount, uh-huh. which is which is uh, Bruce Lee's first Hong Kong big film, oh. Big Boss. Oh. oh, it's called Big Boss. It's called Big Boss, oh. and uh, I I was like, oh, I haven't seen. I watched it on TV. I think I watched it when it was on TV. Nineteen seventy one. It was censored. It was censored. Ooh. So I got to watch the uncensored version that had boobs in it. Oh, it's on Paramount Plus, nineteen seventy one. I want to yeah. watch this. Is it? I didn't know that there was boobs in this movie. <laughs> oh, there they are. Geek boner. Uh, so it's basically, uh, quick plot is uh, Bruce Lee. Uh, it, he makes a promise to, to not get into fights anymore, and then he goes to visit his cousins in some area in China where they're all like working for this ice factory, which is a front for a drug cartel. And uh, one of them finds out and his family finds out that uh, it is and they they make him disappear. So now Bruce Lee has now got to investigate what's fucking going on oh. at this ice factory. And uh, yeah, he does some kung fu with it. And uh, this is the movie that launched his like his uh, first major film as a leading his star. major film. And this is what got him into Enter the Dragon. So oh. uh, it was a great uh, was it a great movie? No. <laughs> It was, but I fucking loved it as I watched it. It was so bad in many ways, but it was so good in many ways. And uh, so it's it, and um, it's uh, there's a couple of Bruce Lee movies on uh, Paramount. Yeah, I want to check that out, Anthony. Have you seen this one? No, mm, Paramount Plus. We have that. Which one is it again? Big Boss, the Big, big bo- Boss, the Big Boss. Mm. It's Big Boss. I don't think Anthony will make it through the whole movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little slow, um, yeah. but I watched it and I enjoyed it. Um, I also watched uh, Ted Lasso. We could talk oh, about that. I, I am deep. not all of it. I think I watched like two episodes. Oh, okay. The first two. It, yeah. Won a lot of rewards. Yes. It is fucking charming. It is so good. Well, we're, we're not going to hear what he thinks. You're talking. about. I love it. Rugs. What do you think of so far? It's season two. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Season two of Ted Lasso. It's classic. And Rug. Hey, Rug. Rug always talking about what he's seen. And then Rug, Imran starts talking about how much. Well, he we, I know that he saw I've it too. I also watched you know, it. But. Yeah, but what do you? What's Imran's opinion? It's awesome. It's right, dude. It's it? so charming. It makes you feel good. It's it's funny. They just did they did a Christmas episode, and it's just it's just delightful. It's yeah. I didn't see that one yet, but um, I uh, I'm enjoying it. It's fine. It's it's watchable. Who's your favorite so, character on there? Oh, I like the guy with the beard, Roy Kent. Yeah. Yes, Roy Kent also That's- is my favorite. Yeah, he's my spirit animal. So, like, you know what I learned about? He's just an asshole that curses on TV. He, it's great. Oh, my God. He's so great, and they love him, and his his gnarly, his fucking demeanor. Uh, you know what I learned about Roy Kent? The guy playing him, his name is Brett Goldstein. Brett Goldstein was a guy in the writer's room on the show, and he created this character, Roy Kent, and then just decided he's the best person to play this character, and he is perfect. Everybody in the show... Is perfect in their characters, and you love all of them. So he's a writer. He was a writer on the show. That's great. Wrote the character of Roy Kent, and then got the uh, cast as fucking Roy Kent. Oh shit! And it couldn't be more perfect. So he really knows where this character comes from, and I think that's why everybody loves the Roy <laughs> Kent. Yeah, Anthony, he's just this guy who just he just has a really bad mouth, and he's a complete asshole. But he's lovable at the but same he time. He coaches like a small hmm. girl soccer team and just swears at him. He's yeah, like, he's like yelling. Yes, he's just like, it's like get get your fucking game together. Yeah, he's like, like, Stop just- <laughs> being fucking babies. Get the game shit together to like little kids, and they love him. Then they hug him. Yeah, they love it when he swears and yells at yeah. him. It's such mm. a charming. I feel like I know someone that like yeah, that. It's, yeah, dude, it's a charming show. And again, Ted Lasso is uh, what's his face? Literally doing Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. 
in real yeah, life. Yeah, he's... He's just this really, is on, uh, it's on, it's on Apple, Apple TV, TV plus. Apple TV, that's right. What's his name? Uh, Jason Sudeikis. Fantastic. Fantastic. Everyone's so uh, good in this. You watched reminiscence. Imran? I did watch the Hugh Jackman, Rebecca Ferguson, sci-fi thriller. Is it Remin- good? Uh, no, no. Floppy John. It was, is it like unwatchable or no, is it just not it's interesting? Watchable. It's drags a little, it's a little overly convoluted. You know what the marketing of that looks like? It's like Wolverine. Yeah, they're definitely the way he's like in the water. The marketing of that is like him yes, underwater, yes. like as like he's Weapon X. Like yes, Weapon yes. X. Yeah. So they didn't. The trailers don't even really tell you what the movie's about, and it's kind of confusing. They they were tried to world build something that was kind of working, and then the third act is I don't know, it's whatever. It was kind of interesting, and then the middle act's real draggy. Should I watch it, Imran? Um, if you're bored, okay. It's huge, uh, and Hugh is okay in it. He's like he's all right. He's like he is in the other movies. So that's kind of uh, it's kind of a letdown. It's okay. It's okay. Okay, I have two things that I'd like to announce. Okay, uh, if oh. you're interested in Gamera, I think Amazon Prime has all of the movies on oh, Prime now, oh, like really? the Showa and the, well. and the Heisei uh, uh, stuff. That's fucking and awesome. Even, even, yeah. And even Gamera really the good. Brave. Whoa. Uh, so they're all on there, and they're all 4K. I think they might have subtitles, all of them or most of them, but it's still there. So you can watch them if you want. And I, I, I say, watch some Gamera. It's a fucking turtle that kicks ass. <laughs> I just watched, uh, I watched Legion twice. Well, that's a great I movie. watched it with John Bellotti like about a few weeks ago and I just watched it again. Um, another film that I am watching, if you're not going to watch Gamera, if you're into anime, it is fucking pretty interesting and well done different looking animation that i've ever seen it's called redline oh and it's about like a future uh like death race like car race that's like you that have no rules it's just animated in a really cool way it has like it's not like the typical like uh contour lines there's like a lot of like noir shadows yeah it's very stylized and different and this guy's got a big quaff hair like a rockabilly hair thing and and another thing that i really liked is if you have an when you watch anime, a lot of it's like static images with the mouth just moving. Right. This like it is constantly in motion all the time, like a Disney movie, like where oh. the character's constantly alive. This looks cool. And it doesn't it doesn't have that like anime effect where you're just like watching a shot of panning. It's like so like tropey, like that they do it in every anime where it's just you know, like this kind of it's non-animated. This is very animated, so I suggest checking it out. It reminds me out. a little bit of like Robotech, like the opening animation yeah. to Robotech. This is from 2009. And it, it's on Amazon Prime Redline. I might check this out. This looks cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Very like Mad Maxy Death yeah. Race. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I would check it out. And, the, and, and character designs are fucking out, like uh, amazing. So right on. It's uh, if you want to see something that's really artfully done, that's done well, check that out. You should watch some Gamera, Imran. Dude, it, you know what I was just thinking? How amazing is it that you can literally just pull up Bruce Lee movies and Gamera movies and Godzilla movies and random anime just at your fucking well, fingertips? It's just great that I've never... Wild. Like, these, these films, a lot of them I've seen on TV with commercials that have been heavily edited, and um, I haven't gone back and found every single movie on DVD. I haven't. It's not as easy as you think, especially... Uh, now that everything's streaming, it's like I don't even want to buy DVDs anymore. Why would you? Yeah. So it's great yeah, that all no, of these you don't need physical media. These these places are 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 grabbing them and putting them up, and 
I want to like get, get them in my belt, under my belt before they go away because they're not, they're going to be there forever. Probably going to be there for like a couple months and they're going to be gone. Dude, they're so. restoring Robotech to 4K and I, I hope they put it up on streaming. I think they're going to sell it. Like I'll watch the shit out of the 4K Robotech. I'll watch the whole thing. Let me make a quick 20 second pitch of Gamera to you. Oh, okay. Okay. As Ruggs mentioned, it's a turtle that kicks ass. Yes. The movies are insanely wacky. They are mostly marketed towards kids, but for whatever reason, there's always like some super violent thing that happens to one of the kaiju in every movie. Okay, okay. Um, so I think you, it's like kind of like Godzilla versus King Kong, except a little more violent and a little oh. more wacky. <laughs> oh man, okay, I'm gonna check it out. No, I know you guys always talk about Gamera, and I meant to watch it, and I didn't know. Now it's on Paramount. For what it's Plus. worth, though, the '90s trilogy directed by Kenneko, who did mm-hmm. uh, GMK, is. It's the best kaiju stuff that's ever been done. I don't oh, think it's, it's still. I don't think it's been topped. That 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 trilogy, especially in my opinion, I don't know what Rugs thinks, but Legion I think is an all time great it's, movie. It's the best one. Yeah. Really, I watch the, all three of them. It's it, the thing about Legion is it's it's uh, front loaded with exposition, and then they get to Gamera by like maybe a little bit past the middle part, but once it gets going to that part, like then it's just fucking crazy. Legion is great. I think I personally always liked iris just as much iris is a little is iris is fucking dark as shit though it's the, yeah. there's a lot of like biblical things and but yeah you, i would recommend i'd recommend first just watching like a random gamma movie and run just because how it's many so wacky. are they well there's a trilogy yeah. that's the that that introduces the the whole series and then it goes to it, so the so it would be gamma the guardian of the universe then iris and then legion then iris those are the three that are done then there's like the old shovel ones that are like where Gamera's look, looking really weird <laughs> that that are kind of crazy too. Well, what should like, be the first one I watch? I would watch Guardian of the Universe and then I would watch I would watch all three of those. Okay, the trilogy. The, the, the trilogy. Okay. The trilogy takes it a lot more seriously. If you watch those old show ones, those are the wacky ones. Okay. I mean, oh, if you just okay. if you don't okay. think you can make it through three movies and you just want to watch the one, I would probably go with either uh Legion or Iris, depending on what, what you want to see okay. more. So like the the I love these Gamera movies, and, I, <laughs> I and, and I'm a god, and I, I pick Godzilla all day over Gamera. But these are three the the first Gamera movie, the first of this this trilogy I'm referring to, is like is like an, a great origin story movie. It's just like a classic throwback, like monster battle. Okay. The second one takes the like the space invasion aspect of kaiju movies and yeah. just ramps it up, and then the third one is just like super dark. It's just like as mentioned, like very almost like gothic type it's oh. just a it's a in, a in the fucking ending of that movie is insane and like oh my like by the end you're like oh my god gamera is the best in the world <laughs> interesting <laughs> he is the best monster in the world he I'll loves humans so much oh oh he's a turtle he's, uh, it's a fuck, fucking, yeah. and the thing the is it's fucking a fucking turtle. giant turtle that just flies a, that's awesome i'm gonna watch him i'm gonna watch him i've heard you guys talk about him for years now i'm gonna fucking watch it I'm gonna watch all the Showa ones. Uh, I, need to watch I started Showa watching. Ones. I, I uh, started watching Gaios yesterday. Oh, Gaios, yeah, and uh, that was pretty cool. The first Gamera movie I ever saw was Giron, and you just see Gaios getting chopped up, and I'm like, "What the <laughs> fuck is this? What is this turtle?" He does a uh, in that one. He does a uh, he gets on a like a, a straight bar, and he does like somersaults. Acrobatics. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a giant turtle doing acrobatics. That's that's what happens in one of these movies. The first time I ever saw Gamera was on Pee Wee's Playhouse. There was an episode oh, really? where someone from Japan writes him a letter and he reads it on the air, and then 
there's for some reason they cut to gamera i don't understand oh then like right after that he reads the japanese letter then he goes to magic screen and magic screen just starts playing gamera for no apparent reason and it's that <laughs> scene where he's doing the fucking the he's got the, he's on the parallel bars doing fucking gymnastics it's great <laughs> <laughs> once he brought up gamera i was like i gotta talk about gamera yeah i mean they're there. You might look. It's it's a great staple of kaiju stuff. Um, it's all there for you to see on. And it's on Prime. Fucking check it out. You won't be disappointed right if you like kaiju. Yep, for sure. Right on. All right. Look, I'm gonna go watch the camera, and then I'm gonna go watch this fucking Spider-Man trailer another fucking thirty times. Just keep your pants on during at least. I will one. try. I need a lot of tissues. Uh, Brugs, <laughs> where can the listener find you online? You can find me on Twitter at ReallyRugBoy. So come by and say hello. Give me a follow and retweet my shit. That's right. Let's Please. get him trending or whatever it's called. Visit our website, uh, the show notes. There's links to everything and every show post. Uh, you know what to do. Thank you for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We'll peep you next time. Well, this is the soundtrack to the new movie. <laughs> Fucking Get the fuck out of here. Talking nerd! <laughs>